Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Dustin joins us. How are you doing today? Hey, good, Bryn. How are you? Fine, thank you. You got the allergies going today? Everybody's got them in the spring. Yeah, a little bit, maybe. Just in case you're sniffing through the entire process here. Hey, let's talk about artificial intelligence. This is big, huh? Yeah, it sure sure seems to have uh, caught uh, caught on, uh, you know, in the last uh, four, five, six months. Uh, it's gotten a lot of press, a lot of coverage, and uh, I, I think uh, a lot of people are starting to use those type of applications, right? Um, so, so I got to ask, how do you use it? You know, I, I I don't really use artificial intelligence. I'm sure it's it's in use in in some some capacity behind the scenes on a lot of the software that I uh, I work with. Sure. Um, but I, I'm not using actively using, you know, chat GPT and, and asking it questions. And um, some of my clients have, have demonstrated uh, how they're using it to me. Like I have one client who's in uh, developing uh, gaming software and he showed me some of the applications and it's it's fascinating and it's incredible technology. And and I think it's changing um, the, the technological landscape out there. Uh, much faster uh, than anyone thought possible, even you know, a year ago. So there, there, there was something in you know uh, something called Moore's law in uh, in the semiconductor industry. Um, guy by the name of Gordon uh, Moore, who was one of the co-founders of Intel, just a, a tiny little company that uh, most people are familiar with. Yes. Uh, at one time, they had about 90% of the, the semiconductor market on the planet. So, of course, other companies have cut into that uh, in the last couple of decades, but Intel's still huge. And essentially what Moore's Law said is that the amount of transistors you could fit on a microchip uh, would double approximately every two years. Uh, and that pretty much has held true for the last 40 or 50 years, um, which is why computers keep getting, you know, smaller and faster. Um, and uh, from what I've read and some of the people I've talked to in the industry, uh, this artificial intelligence is kind of turn, turning Moore's law up, up on its end. Uh, and, and, People are uh, amazed at the the leaps and bounds this tech technology is making. So so much, in fact, that of course some of the the government agencies out there have expressed uh, concern that um, it it could be the the technology if if uh, you know let loose on the general public without controls could be um, you know have security risks, national security risks. So uh, that that's kind of scary to think, but. What, what I've seen it uh, use mostly is on the graphics side um, and, and people that want to build presentations, that sort of thing. So uh, obviously there, as the technology improves, there's going to be a million and one uses. And I'm not one of these believers that uh, there's going to be net job losses because of it. I think it's going to allow people to do their jobs more effectively in certain industries uh, but technology has created, uh, you know, it, historically more jobs than it's ever uh, eliminated. So uh, I think that this technology, there's a lot of smart people out there who will build apps and, and startup companies to take advantage of this uh, 
technology and for every job that's lost, I would say, you know, you're going to see jobs created and then some. So I'm kind of curious though, how it might affect, let's use another company that might be using it and maybe somebody's invested in, let's say Google or Apple or Microsoft or something like that. Does that change the value of those companies? If, if, uh, if you find out that more and more of what they are doing is using AI? Well, of course, uh, you know, some, some, some things can't be replicated, right? Like your hardware, for instance, uh, artificial intelligence is not going to replace a, a cell phone. Uh, but where it, you'll see the, the, the landscape changing is the software under which that hardware, um, operates. Uh, and, and certainly, you know, a company like Microsoft, which puts out, um, you know, uh, products like Excel, for example, um, I could see uh, uh, artificial intelligence uh, getting so good that it could one day do your taxes for you uh, or, or, you know, l- looking at my industry, uh, develop a portfolio for you or, or uh, you know, develop research analyst reports. Um, so I, I don't think it'll eliminate the need for, for these type of jobs, but it'll maybe allow those professionals or those industries to get more creative or, or maybe more efficient, do more with, with less. Um, so it, it's definitely, uh, it's an up and emerging, uh, landscape out there and the technology is just changing, uh, you know probably changed as we as we started this conversation uh, yeah probably so. here's the other thing too while it's exciting to see and it, you know your mouth is agape when you see what it can do but i'm also a little scared of it because i don't know enough of that it, there's got to be a full range of emotions you talked about job losses but there's job creation there's so many positives and negatives to all this isn't there yeah and, and of course certain industries i, I wouldn't want to uh, be in uh, you know, graphic design right now, or have a graphic design company uh, where I, where I had all these people working uh, with with software, uh, create creative individuals working with software now that can be uh, replicated um, with with a, with an AI uh, open source technology platform that you know can maybe do what it used to take somebody a week to do in you know a minute and a half. I know. So the technology is literally that that game changing, um, and and of course it's going to create opportunities for other industries. I mean, you can imagine uh, uh, bridge design, vehicle design, all all, the, all these different applications that um, you, you can think of that a computer uh, can can make uh, your life more more. Uh, uh, or your that, that a computer software program can make life easier, uh, you know, for a lot of different uh, aspects. How do I mow the lawn in less than an hour? I don't know if it'll do that for me. I don't know if it'll figure that out. Well, you, you, the, you're already beat to the punch on that because there's already uh, I know. robotic uh, lawn mowers and vacuums. And so cars, I mean, did, did cars. Yeah, cars, exactly. Are, are we really um, surprised that this technology is so far along? I mean, we all saw Terminator. I think that came out in 1984, right? The yeah. machines were supposed to take over the world by now. So, Just where we're sitting. Anything other, Anything else we should be talking about when it comes to AI? I, I know that you're always reading and reading and reading all the time. Yeah, I mean, the... the uh, the, the most uh, advanced company in terms of uh, 
semiconductors that I've seen, which is taking advantage of this whole sector is NVIDIA. Um, so I'm keeping an eye on that. And the stock just seems ridiculously expensive right now, but I would probably look at, um, you know, uh, s- some of those names within the space uh, for, for clients that uh, are, are a little more on the aggressive side um, or, or for longer term growth. I would look at some of those names. But ultimately, I think it's going to change uh, almost every industry uh, out there, uh, whether you're talking about uh, the actual AI companies themselves or, you know, e- even uh, old, old steadfast companies like telecoms and, uh, you know, railroads. And if, if there's a way to, to ship more efficiently, you can bet that the AI software is going to help uh, proceed that along. So I see the applications uh, being used uh, across industries, and I think it's going to be very exciting. Uh, I'm not a doomsdayer thinking that the, the robots are going to take over the, the planet. Ultimately, the, the, uh, the software still has to be programmed by, by humans. So, um, but it's going to be very interesting to see what, how quickly and, and, and rapidly the, the technology changes in the next, you know, not, not even 10 years. I'm talking the next one to two years. Um, you know, you're already starting to see, uh, uh, video games and, uh, and, and live action movies, which are simulated using this technology and, and voice technology, uh, you know, replication and that sort of thing. So I, I think it's going to turn the, the world up on end, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. So it should be pretty interesting to, to watch. If somebody wants some more information on financial intelligence or artificial intelligence, how do they get a hold of you? I can give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729, or uh, you can email me at dlamontang at researchcapital.com. Okay, that's it for today. We'll have more helpful hints coming your way on our next episode. Don't forget, all opinions expressed are solely Dustin's and do not reflect those of Research Capital. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Research Capital may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day. 